0: So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox and Tiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox and Tiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Uh.
1: Be kind, laugh a lot, be kind, laugh a lot,
2: thing your so Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more. Tight, tighten up your core. EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: Okay. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is the intro, but I normally record the intro, which is the first part of the episode after the episode's done. So I can give you a teaser of what's to come. So it's We already just recorded some of it. And Chase is on the phone with me. What up? Hey, guys. Chase. What up? A lot of times Chase and I are in person because he lives in Nashville. But he was supposed to be spending a month and a half in New York uh, right before all of the coronavirus went down. Like, you had this whole plan. Like, there was no virus. I mean, there was, but it was in China. It hadn't really hit America yet. There was no concern of lockdown or quarantine. And, like, right when you were about to go to New York— new york started getting really bad but you were flying home to kansas first and then you still had plans to go to new york even though and i remember even posting something about to your new york friends like these are the snacks you want for quarantine because i guess you just kind of thought well i'll still go to new york and maybe i'll be confined to an apartment for two weeks no big deal well that was six weeks ago or something (laughs) so it's all running together chase is still in kansas yeah. on his parents is it a farm or a ranch
1: a ranch okay so Cattle ranch.
0: like f- picture yellowstone you know that really good show on amazon if you haven't watched Yellow- yellowstone you need to go watch it with kevin costner it's so good that is chase's family they are basically yellowstone no joke they have every character that's on the show happens to be in his family except for they don't kill people or do illegal things
1: Yep, at right. least to my knowledge.
0: Mm-hmm. And Chase <laughs> is a good follow on Instagram because he has really pretty Kansas sunsets and really pretty pictures of horses and cows that are really soothing. And his Instagram is at Chase uh, Lock underscore or underscore Lock? Uh,
1: Chase Lock underscore. Okay,
0: and Lock is L-O-C-K-E and then underscore. So yep. give Chase a follow. So anyway, normally he helps me out with the podcast in person, but now we're doing it From afar, And I finally got my phone line fixed at my house. So I'm pretty pumped about that because now I can have guests on and pretty much Chase needs to always be by his phone. I told Mary to get ready for me to call her a lot, my sister, and then we've got real, like y'all are my friend guests, but we've got real guests that we may have on the podcast in person doing in-person sit downs or interviews, people that have books coming out or interesting things to talk about. But now I can just call them from my phone. So, feel like. Yeah, I'm
1: super excited. That me this too. is working. It so, gives me some sense of normalcy.
0: Yeah. So, welcome back to Four Things, Chase. Thanks. Thank you. On the phone from Kansas. And uh, the four things we're going to get into today, what, what we just recorded. Um, the first thing is well, <laughs> I tell y'all how I turn a bar of soap into liquid soap, antibacterial, because you can't find antibacterial liquid soap anywhere. So I tell you how I turned my bar of soap into that. I should probably make a how-to video because it's so easy. You should. Yeah, maybe I'll do that and put it on IGTV. <laughs> Which, speaking of, another thing I want to put on IGTV is, well, we're still working on editing it, but my family, we made a four-things tote commercial for Mother's Day. The kids did. <laughs> and Pretty good. Ben's in it, Stevenson, Stashira, and me, and we're all acting. Mary's in it too. She has a little cameo she filmed in California and sent to us. But I don't know for sure when that's going to be done. Maybe by the time this airs, maybe not, but I'll be putting that online soon. But today, speaking of customized four things totes for Mother's Day, today, April 16th, if you're listening to this on Thursday when it comes out, today's the last day to use the code MOM as a discount code for a customized tote. So... If you're wanting to order your mama tote for Mother's Day and get a discount, do it today so that you save a little bit of money and that'll be helpful. What else did we talk about in the first thing? Oh, I think I revealed to you that I had to deal with my dad going to the hospital this week, which is yeah. a little bit scary. But I need got to a
1: crazy couple days.
0: Yeah. I need I I need to write this down though, because I need to make him or share a bottle of my liquid antibacterial soap with him because he's out and he needs it. And I need to remember to drop off a bottle. But now he's in legit quarantine for 14 days. But they can, like, if, if any of the his caretakers go and meet with him because he's now been in the hospital and back home, they have to wear full that full-on gear to work with wow. him. And, I mean, he needs help with, like, a lot of different things. And I can't, of yeah. course, I'm not allowed to go over there and help him. And I couldn't even go to the hospital and meet him because yeah. that's not safe. So he was just by himself, and I know that he was a little bit nervous, but he's doing better. But anyway, um, I need to make him some of my liquid antibacterial hand soap homemade from a bar.
1: <laughs> so I'll maybe, remind you.
0: Maybe I'll make a video, and we'll put that up. Uh, then the second thing we get into today is the Healthcare Hero shout out, which I'm going to be doing a shout out each episode now for the unforeseen future. Just because I think that we need to spend time honoring those that are, uh, you know, keeping us healthy and keeping us safe right now during all of this and making so many sacrifices. Which, now, another note about four things totes and healthcare heroes. We do have a healthcare hero line. We have a t shirt and a tote, uh, scrubs on, caffeinate, wash hands, repeat. And those are available. We have a discount code if you're a healthcare hero. You can type in hero and you'll save um, some money there. But also, and then you know too when you shop with us, the healthcare hero line is supporting um, medical efforts here in the US and Haiti. So we're working with organizations that are getting protective gear to hospitals and then personal protective equipment, PPE. I don't think I'd ever used PPE before the last, I don't know, month or so. And now I just say it casually, like rolls yeah. off the tongue.
1: It's casual now. It's
0: now it's like, oh, you need some PPE.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, which shout out to a lot of listeners on Instagram that are making masks and stuff for hospitals. I see y'all posting and you're wearing Pimp and Joy hats or shirts while you're sewing or in your post. And you're using that as a way to represent that you're spreading joy because you are. And then you wear the shirt as like extra representation and that's super special. So thank you for that. It's always really cool when people tag us so we can see, but the healthcare hero line um, it is something we're using as a giveaway thing too, to just show healthcare heroes our appreciation. And we now have a sponsorship slash donation option at fourthings.com. So if you go there and, Maybe you don't want it you don't know anybody to send a tote to yourself. You just want a hero to have it. Well, you can buy one, a tote or a tee, and it it's very clear. We just don't want people to get confused. Are they getting one that they're gonna receive in the mail or are they gonna get one that they'll never see and they don't even know who it's going to? But we, we do have yeah. a page that we're building that lists every person we've donated to. It's their name, their occupation in the healthcare field, and the city they live in. So we're gonna That's it's, awesome. yeah, we've got a, a Google Doc where we're adding the names and Mary's adding them to the website. So that way y'all can see the heroes that are getting them and know that we are distributing them. Um and we have a plan for different people online to do various giveaways so we can find like across the country. So that way we have you know, not all people see all of my Instagram posts. So if we have different instagram people all over the country doing it hopefully like a good variety of people will feel the love and then if you sponsor a tote or a tee then we'll be able to get it to them so hopefully that is not confusing we just had a lot of you reaching out how can i buy a tote for for a hero and that was the easiest thing that we came up with was the sponsorship and maybe you don't have enough funds for a full tea tote situation but you have $5. We do have a donation option where you can do 5 10 whatever dollars, which everything adds up. And it, any little thing can make a difference, even if it's, you know, that you have no money, but you help spread the word and post about it. That makes a difference as well, too. So, yeah. Um, that's the Healthcare Hero shout-outs. The second thing, the third thing, Mike D is on for uh, giving us some movie recommendations. He had a, has a podcast called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. He's on The Bobby Bone Show, but a lot of you probably know that. But he has four movie recommendations, Chase, that will make you cry and then four movie recommendations that will make you happy. This
1: is a great time for movie recommendations. mm -hmm. I need some.
0: Yeah. And then also for whatever emotion, like maybe you need to shed some tears, then you... Some of the crying ones. Maybe Cry you need. Maybe you've already cried and you need to be lifted up. Then you watch the happy ones. So that's awesome. Um, appreciate him coming on. Which speaking of Mike, he's also the fourth thing, and he's sharing his journey to losing a hundred pounds. Uh, I got some emails knowing that he was going to come on and do the the movie recommendations because we talked about it on the Bobby Bone Show and. So people were like, I'm just so inspired from him. And I'd like to know more about his weight loss journey. So I had him share a little bit about that. Not too, too much because I am doing the Outway podcast series, which is every Saturday for the month of April. April, a new episode is coming out. So four episodes total. And Outway is uh, talking about the gray area of eating disorders. And I didn't want Mike's story to be a trigger for anybody by any means, because we're not saying you need to go lose weight or anything like that. He just personally felt like that's something he wanted to do after. Um, and he, sh- he shares it in his story. But I didn't have him go into detail about his specific diet or what he ate or anything like that, because that's not really what it's about. It's about him setting a goal. And that's what he wanted to do. And really even how he went from zero exercise ever to running a marathon. And it all started like. His form of exercise when he first began Chase was parking his car really far away in a parking lot if he was going to the store. And then that was his exercise. So he went from parking far away from a store in a parking lot to running a marathon. So I just found that to be inspiring too. And he shares with you a little bit oh, about yeah. that. And we talk about goal setting. And then I think from that, we even get into a new podcast that a, a girl started that we know called Corona Brides. So if you know of a Bride who has had to cancel her wedding because of coronavirus, because she's a bride that that happened to. So she wanted to start a podcast so people didn't feel alone and have them share their stories of what they did with like, how do you handle that? I mean, there's so much there's a financial side, there's an emotional side, there's should we still get married side. And I think on episode two of her podcast, she had a bride on that decided to still get married, but they did it virtually and had all their guests attend on Zoom.
1: That's. I've got a friend that's in that situation, so that.
0: What do you think they're gonna do?
1: Well, I think, I, I guess I don't know, but I know they've postponed the first date. But I know it's a thing, and I, I hate it for them. But yeah, I, I need to check that out or send it to them because they'll find that interesting.
0: Yeah, um, Chase, I'm gonna go to radioamy.com right now and see what comes up while we're recording this. We might change something, but um, Chase also helps me with <laughs> with my website. <laughs> Which is still yep. weird to me that I have one, but that's where y'all can find um, anything. When I talk about, if you can't remember fourthings.com or uh, you can just, hopefully you can remember radioamy.com and that's where my Amazon favorite things are, which this Nike pullover that I'm wearing, Chase, I wear this every day. Basically, I, I literally wore it yesterday, wearing it again today. So I'm either it's wearing awesome. that or my Empowered Women's pullover that Stashira made, which we sell. Um, on the shop forward. But there's so many different items that we have that live under different categories that really sometimes I just feel like telling people, it's just RadioMU.com. Like that's where you can go to find it. The journal, the star necklace, the, you know, other stuff that Mary has up there that is just the shop forward and I'm not involved in, but still super cute and up for a great cause. So you can just go to RadioMU.com. And there's like an Aspaw Pimpin Joy Link, which currently is the Empowered Women's Crop. Should we change that to maybe like a four things tote for Mother's Day?
1: Yeah, we could do that.
0: Okay. So that would be the image that you look for. Also, not just for Mother's Day, but um, for the Healthcare Hero one, maybe.
1: Um, Oh, yeah. Good idea. It's just a
0: reminder. So I guess that's the housekeeping stuff and what you have to look forward to this episode. So thank you, Chase, for coming on. And Chase will also be in the outro with me where we're going to share an email. Don't forget, if y'all want to send me any emails, it's 4 brown at gmail.com. Okay, here's today's episode.
2: First thing, that's right. ah.
0: Okay, so antibacterial soap and hand sanitizer for like two months now has been impossible to get. That in toilet paper, which I still don't understand why toilet yeah, paper started either. to disappear, but whatever. The the soap and the hand sanitizer, I totally get. Well, the antibacterial soap. So all you can find, which this is so funny, uh, like all you can find at the store is like a plant-based soap, which I love those. And that's typically all I normally use. But for this virus, we have to have antibacterial soap. Chase, what do y'all have at the farm?
1: Oh, ranch. I mean, I think we have a lot of just Clorox. And I mean, I don't, we are not We've got washing hand your hands soap. in Clorox. Well, no, but I think it's just regular hand soap. Yeah. It's definitely not like plant-based. I mean, it's got the chemicals or whatever Whatever it is
0: that we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I've i been on the hunt for it for a while, and even my dad is out, and he needs some, which, oh my gosh. Did I tell you my dad pulled his feeding tube out last night? What? hmm and he had to go to the hospital.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I I hadn't heard that yet.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So, he uh he is doing okay, but makes me nervous that cuz he lives in an assisted living place and they're pretty much on lockdown. I haven't seen him in weeks and weeks, but going to the hospital makes me so nervous because he could be that's his first time leaving so he could be exposed. But the real bummer is everything's fine so far. But they were already on a quarantine situation, but he could come downstairs to a window and talk to me through the window on my cell phone. But now, since he's been to the hospital, he's back in his room, and he's quarantined to his room for 14 days until he is clear of any symptoms. And he's on the third floor, so now I can't see him through the window. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. It's a bummer. So, Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm like, it's really happening. And then Stashira, my daughter, she was throwing up this week, but I think it was just something she ate. I didn't really sleep much the last two nights.
2: Man,
1: you've had a rough few days. I'm, yeah, I didn't know and all
0: that. I'm doing a chemical peel on my face, which I get is self-inflicted <laughs> and awful, but I'm in so much pain right now because it's an at-home peel and it's a process. You put this cream on your face for five days in a row and it just slowly gets more painful but you know me and I'm so worried about skin cancer on my face or spots so I love peeling back the layers trying to get rid of any sun damage that I have and I thought well for confined to the house this is the perfect time to do it but right now what y'all can't see is I'm having a really hard time moving my mouth and like if if Chase were to make me smile or laugh, because right now I see him on FaceTime and he's laughing at me, like I can't laugh. I can barely even open my mouth wide enough to stick a fork in it.
1: So I'm glad you brought this up because the whole time we've been on this, I've been on the phone with you. I'm just watching you and I'm like, until you mentioned it originally, I was like, why, why is she?
0: Why is am I like, looking why, like this? Yeah. Why is it such a sad face? Because it's like frozen that way. That's my resting face. That's just how it is. (laughs) But uh, so anyway, it's just a week over here. I don't blow dry my hair anymore, which is amazing. So it's like super curly. Looks good. Oh, thanks. Just threw a bandana in. And, you know, we're just doing our best. Yeah. And when it comes to doing our best, uh, that also means sometimes having to make our own liquid hand soap. There you go. And since I was able to find dial antibacterial bars of soap. I now will share with y'all how I've turned it into liquid soap. And I Googled this. I found it at clark.com. Some guy named Michael Timmerman posted it. So shout out, Michael. Don't know who you are, but your steps were easy. And I thought I would share y'all. So first of all, you get about four ounces of soap, which is a traditional bar of soap. Maybe you even have scraps. You can gather scraps and make four ounces, but I already have the full bars. And then you take like a cheese grater or potato peeler and you shred the soap down. Then you heat the soap pieces in a pot with approximately eight to nine cups of water until it melts. Use less water if you want to make more of a creamy hand soap, but I mean, we need to stretch this stuff out. Let's go liquid. Yeah. Uh, And then this is optional, but I ordered it off Amazon because he said that it would help moisturize the skin. And I feel like everyone has dry skin right now from washing their hands so much. So you can order vegetable glycerin off Amazon. He got his at Walmart. So I guess you could order at walmart.com if you wanted to, but I got mine on Amazon. And again, it's optional, but you add one tablespoon of the vegetable glycerin, which will help moisturize the skin. Then the next step is you remove the melted soap from the heat and let it sit in a bowl covered for 12 to 24 hours. Up to you. For me, I just go for the 12, like overnight, like do it you know, put it in there at 7 p.m. at 7 a.m. the next day, you're good to go. After the soap thickens overnight, use a whisk or a mixer to blend it together. If it's too thick or too thin, you can make adjustments and repeat repeat the previous steps as necessary. Then step seven is transfer to containers for storage. Like if you have other plastic soap bottles that are not antibacterial or some that are almost empty, just dump those out because we don't need those right now. <laughs> I don't want to waste things. You can maybe dump them into a different container and save for non-coronavirus time. And then uh, put it in the bottle and boom, you have liquid hand soap.
1: That's pretty easy. I, I expected that to be a little more complex, but that's that's pretty simple. That's good stuff. Uh, right? Yeah.
0: Think, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. And coming up. Next, we're going to do the Healthcare Hero Shoutout. So, um, that'll be the second thing. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store for the entire month of May you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped to push the overall childhood cancer survival rate A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions, and this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? <laughs> and her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut-scented Clorox Centiva is my go-to. and." I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Second thing. Okay, so Chase, I got. I got a lot of emails giving healthcare hero shout outs. So it's hard. I kind of just want to read them all, but I just had yeah. to close my eyes and do like eeny, meeny, miny, mo and pick one. <laughs> and so that's what I did because everybody is so deserving and I'll just try to work through them week by week. But this email came from Amber and she said, hey, Amy, I'm listening to your podcast today and you did your first healthcare hero shout out. I wanted to share my healthcare hero story with you. My hero is my friend, Mandy. Mandy is such an awesome human. She is truly an inspiration and joy to so many people. She has terminal cancer. She's a nurse and a single mom of two. Due to COVID-19, her girls are staying with their dad so that they don't get sick. Recently, Mandy was told that she had to relocate to Alaska because there was a need for her skill set as a nurse. So now she's in a different state away from home and her family because that's what she signed up to do to help those in need. I'm so thankful for her heart. Uh, thanks for all that you do, Amber, which that's the one it landed on. And I feel like deserving. so, Mandy, thank you for all that you do and will be. Sending you, I've already reached out to Amber to get your address of where you are, and we'll send you something from our Four Things Healthcare Hero line as a thank you. Again, probably not an adequate thank you. I wish we could give you so much more, but hopefully you'll wear it and know that your friends are looking out for you and giving you shout outs. So, Amber, thank you for sending in um, Mandy's story. Chase, do you have any thoughts for our healthcare heroes?
1: I mean, I spent a few years working in a healthcare system and I keep thinking about all of this and I'm like it's so interesting that when they sign up for these this occupation they sign up ready to help in every way they can but I'm sure they never expected they'd be putting themselves at such risk and their families and like that just blows my mind how people like her are willing to go to Alaska for all these doctors and nurses going to New York and wherever they're needed just to help. I mean, it's just awesome. And I'm just so grateful for, for everyone. I mean, from the top to the bottom, the doctors, nurses, respiratory therapists, folks that are in the janitorial housekeeping services, like they're all incredible. And we're just so fortunate to have them.
0: Yeah, no, I second that for sure. We keep hearing a new way to put it is they're on the front line. And that used to be something that was reserved for traditionally speaking, like a military service. Yeah. Like they're on the front line, saving lives or uh, fighting for us to keep us safe. And now, you know, that's like a regular thing with our, our healthcare world, um, given the current circumstances. So we don't take that lightly. And it's not lost on us one bit. So thank you to all of you that are out there on the front line. And we'll continue to do the shout outs. So keep emailing them to me, 4 Brown at gmail.com. Okay, so this is fun. I have Mike D on today, which Mike is on the Bobby Bone Show as a producer. But he also works for the Nashville Podcast Network, which is where my podcast what would we say Mike it lives there
2: yeah all our podcasts are there together
0: yeah so he helps uh produce this podcast he's kind of all over the place in the company um but started with the bobby bone show started as an intern years and years ago and then worked his way up all the way so um and then now here he is today as a guest because he has a podcast called Movie Mike's movie podcast and I just thought with everything that's going on we have a lot of emotions happening and sometimes it's really good to cry or maybe we need something that's going to lift our spirits and make us happy so Mike is going to share with us four movies to stick with the four things theme four movies that are good for crying if that's the emotion you need to get out or if you want to be lifted up he's got four happy movies so Mike, I'll let you get into it, but I want you to to tell me, did you pick these movies because you have legit cried during them or you know overall people tend to be able to have a release of emotion through them?
2: I picked movies that I have also cried with and then also that I see that other people identify with as like being a sad movie.
0: Okay, and would you agree that it is therapeutic to cry from a movie?
2: Oh, yeah, and I think some of these... The reason you cry in them is because it does kind of bring you to a point of happiness in the beginning when you're watching it, and then it leads to that feeling of being sad. So I don't think it's just straight up like sad, depressing movies the whole way that I picked, but kind of those that come back around like, oh, you're so invested in the characters that it makes you sad.
0: Okay. Well, let's go with um, the first one on your list.
2: So the first one is actually one I watched and was introduced to pretty recently. It's Steel Magnolia's.
0: Oh yeah. And I've, I've, yes, I've done movies that make me cry before on here. Cause again, I just think crying is some <laughs> things you need to make an appointment for at times. And it is at the top of my list. And you as, you as a man,
2: you've watched this. Yeah. I had a friend who recommended it to me and I just looked at the cast in this, I was like, I don't know why I haven't seen this movie yet. And I watched it and I loved it. It's so good. And I think it's, it's also cause it's so comedic too throughout. That it doesn't just straight on take on this whole overall theme of like, oh, this is a, just an entirely sad movie. But there's some really sad parts to it.
0: Yeah, there's definitely parts that will make you emotional. But then there's lines like this that make you laugh, which there's one where she says, you're so confused. You don't know whether to scratch your watch or whine <laughs> your butt. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. And then, of course, my colors Ah, blush and bashful. bashful. (laughs) Her colors are pink and pink. No, my colors. Okay. Anyway, carry on next. Oh, well, what are the scores on that one? Rotten Tomatoes. So
2: Rotten Tomatoes has at about 70%.
0: Oh, that's a lie. Yeah. It's so much higher. It's
2: so much higher. And then you can watch it. You can only rent it on Amazon. It's about $2 to rent it.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, next one.
2: So then I have, I know you like crime movies and gang movies, right? You like all that kind of culture? Yes. So I have Boys in the Hood from 1991 which is about Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character, and it's him going back to live, like, in the hood. And he meets their Ice Cube's character, who is, like, one of his biggest roles, like, his most dramatic roles, who's involved essentially in what, like, the Crips at that time. And then he's rivaling with the Bloods. And then they also have another friend named Ricky, who's kind of the more straight-laced guy who's playing football, has a scholarship, and is going to go on to be at a college and it's just this story of their struggles of how hard it is to live in that kind of neighborhood and everything going on in the world in that time. Even, at the, even though it's in the 90s, a lot of this stuff translates to what's going on even today. And you just get so invested in these characters. It's just so emotional throughout and it has just a pretty tragic ending. But I think it's a good one to watch just to kind of see that kind of side of this story of like why people get involved in the gang things and the, just the human, human part of it.
0: Okay, I've never seen that, I don't think. I mean, maybe once I start watching it, I might be like, oh, maybe. But I I couldn't tell you right now. If I've seen it, so I'm adding that to my list. What is the Rotten Tomato score on
2: that?
0: 96%. Oh, okay. Now I'm even more excited to watch it. And where do we watch it?
2: You can rent that on Amazon for two bucks.
0: Oh, sweet. Okay, next one.
2: And then I had to throw an animated movie in here. And I'm a big fan of Disney movies. And the movie that made me cry as a kid. Like the first one I remember making me cry was The Lion King. So it's the original one from 1994. And it's the scene everybody knows of Mufasa dying. And I think that scene alone kind of strikes an emotion in you that if you have any kind of anything, any way you can kind of relate to that story or anything about that, you feel it there. And I remember being a kid and watching this and being like so sad in that moment. The fact that Mufasa doesn't live on throughout the entire movie. And I think it d- didn't really translate so much in the the real version, the remake they did. You've seen that one, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I just saw it recently. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I wasn't as emotionally triggered as I was. And I didn't know if it's because I just had seen it before or what. But I'm still shocked at how many people haven't seen the original Lion King that you're talking about. So it's definitely a good one to throw out there.
2: Yeah, I think for me it was like seeing... The the story is still there in, in the remake, but something about seeing all the CGI animals, you kind of lose that that quality that you connect with the characters. Because I know even though it's animated, you still feel more connected with them and you still get that emotion of like the sad parts up to the, the end where like the rise back up to being happy again. But in that moment, I think you got to watch the original animated one to feel that.
0: Okay, and where the score and where do we watch it?
2: So the score for the original is 93% compared to the remake which is 53%.
0: Oh, wow.
2: And you can watch it on Disney Plus.
0: Okay. Cool. And I highly recommend Disney Plus. I have it. And you can do a free trial, I think, right, Mike?
2: I, but yeah, I think you can do a free trial right now.
0: Yeah, I think it might be two weeks. You just have to remember to cancel it. But fun fact about trials and canceling is you don't have to wait to cancel at the two-week mark once you hit that. You can actually sign up for the trial, and this is with most free trials. You can sign up for the trial and then immediately cancel it, but you'll still have the free two weeks. Just if you're looking for a Good way. hack. <laughs> <laughs> to hack that system for a second. Okay, and um, the last... Of the four?
2: And then this last one is one I watched. It came on TV the other day again, and it still wrecks me, and it's The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith.
0: Oh, so good.
2: And it's based on a true story, the story of uh, Chris Gardner. And what I like about this one is it does bring you down to the saddest feeling that you'll have watching a movie. That scene alone where they're trying to barricade themselves in a bathroom, and he's holding the door up with his foot. And it's him and his son in there. And you just feel so sad at the banging on that when they're trying to get him out of there. But it also comes a background to having that moment of triumph at the end. And it ends on that. But it's a really sad movie. And a lot of this stuff is pretty accurate to what really happened in this guy's life. And it's, I think it's one of Will Smith's best performances.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. That It's up there for sure. What is the Rotten Tomatoes score on that one? 67%. I, I would put that at so much higher.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know if it's that it came out a while back, but yeah, that's way lower than I would expect it to be.
0: Especially because it's a true story. Man, when you know that going into a movie, it just changes the whole vibe and hits you even more so than it would if you knew it was just a fictional character. And where do we watch it?
2: Uh, you have to rent it on Amazon for like three bucks.
0: Oh, okay. I love that Amazon has all these rentals for two or $3.
2: Yeah, it's pretty nice.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now that we've got some crying movies out of the way and then we need to flip it around and maybe (laughs) watch something uplifting or maybe, you know, you don't even have to go from crying to happy. You've you've gotten a a lot of the emotions out. We just want something to make you feel good one day. What do we watch?
2: So a movie that I loved last year was called The Peanut Butter Falcon and it's with Shia LaBeouf and it's a story about him running away from his problems and he's traveling essentially down a river and he meets this other kid who's escaped and he has a down syndrome and he's escaped from this facility he's been living in that's actually meant for senior citizens and he just wants to live a regular life and he has a dream of being a wrestler so that's where the name peanut butter falcon comes in it's actually his wrestling name that he chooses but he runs away shia labeouf's running away and they end up meeting together and taking this journey on together and Shia LaBeouf helps him reach this wrestling school that he's just been watching um, in the retirement home of like on videos. So it's a really great story of kind of two unlikely people coming together. And I think it just makes you feel good. It makes you happy. It makes you smile. You really love them together on screen. And overall, it's just a really great story if you need something uplifting right now.
0: Okay, I'm adding that to my list because I still haven't watched it, even though I've heard from so many people. Yeah. And I think we started it and then for whatever reason, didn't finish it. I had family in town and it was just too many people in the room to where nobody could focus. So we're like, oh, we'll watch it later. And we still haven't. So um, where can we watch it and what's the score?
2: It's a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes and you can actually rent it right now on Apple for 99 cents.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, well, that's a deal. Okay, another one to make us happy?
2: Uh, one that always makes me happy. One of I think one of the best quoted movies of the 2000s is Mean Girls, and I just love this movie mainly because it was the first movie that Tina Fey ever um, wrote a screenplay for, and I just really love the way she did it because she, she wrote the whole movie based on after she read a self help book for parents, and she's like, okay, I got I got this idea. She created this whole thing of characters, and the movie. I find it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those movies you can watch at any kind of point and it makes you feel good. And I like Tina Fey. I like Amy Poehler in it. And I think Lindsay Lohan is probably her best role too.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's up there. And that's where the famous quote comes from that you hear people say all the time. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorites. Okay, so where where do we watch that and... Rotten Tomatoes?
2: Uh, you can rent that on Amazon for three bucks and then it has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh man, I would put it higher than that. Okay. Just so that y'all, if y'all want my personal review, I would at least fit that at 90 something percent.
2: As, Wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely in the 90s. It's, I mean, it's a classic.
0: So good. Okay, um, the third happy movie?
2: Another, I think, comedy classic that I think really changed the way comedic movies were made going in like to the 2010s was the hangover and when this movie came out it was such a big hit and i think after it everybody kind of wanted to try to be the hangover so you had like like bridesmaids came out after this and it was almost like okay we want to do the hangover with women and i think just hangover did it so well and it was just so funny and so random and i think you can kind of put it on at any time like the other ones and just enjoy it And the weird thing though is I did rewatch it like last year and some of the jokes maybe don't, they don't hold up as well as you would think. Yeah. But I think it's still a pretty good, feel good movie all the way around.
0: And it's definitely not one to watch with the kids, right?
2: Definitely not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I knew that. But disclaimer, just in case you didn't know. Um, And what was the uh, score and where do we watch it?
2: It It's a 78% score on Rotten Tomatoes and it's on Netflix.
0: Oh, okay. And we can just, if you have a Netflix account, you can just find it on there and watch it?
2: Yeah, it's still up there.
0: Oh, boom. Okay. And um, The Last Happy Movie.
2: The Last Happy Movie is probably the movie that still makes me laugh the hardest, even after all these years, and it's Dumb and Dumber. And I'm a big Jim Carrey fan, and I think this is my favorite movie of his, mainly because I think it's Jim Carrey really being Jim Carrey in this movie. He was coming off of Ace Ventura Pet Detective when he did this movie. And he was actually only offered the role for $365,000. But after that movie was such a big hit, he came back and renegotiated for $7 million. So I think him in this movie is great. He improvises a bunch of scenes. So a lot of the stuff you actually see in the movie is stuff he kind of came up while they were filming. And I like that about it. And there's a bunch of great quotes from this one too. And a lot of those were improvised. So I think it's a good one
0: oh wow i mean that just shows the talent that he has like that's there you're right there's so many things from that movie and to now know that some of it was just off the cuff yeah (laughs) like that's pretty impressive um okay well i appreciate you sharing these with us if i ever need to evoke any other particular emotion through a movie then I'll have you back on, or maybe some people will have requests for, given however they're feeling, <laughs> we can just have you back we'll on. We'll do all the
2: emotions, every movie.
0: <laughs> give us the movie that we need to watch. And I like that it was, it's a mix of even some, some throwbacks way back. Like, I'm really pumped about Boys in the Hood, which is old, and then also Peanut Butter Falcon, which is new. So you've inspired me to put those back on my list well if boys in the hood was ever on it <laughs> and um try to check those off my list and see what see what emotions <laughs> i can get out when i watch them and since i have mike d on with me i'm going to go ahead and keep him on for the next thing and uh he's going to share with us uh, some of his well your your journey to losing what over 100 pounds yeah
2: over 100 pounds
0: yeah so we'll talk about that next Four. Okay. So like I said, some of you know, Mike D from the Bobby bone show and I have gotten some messages. Um, I shared one in the Q and a on Tuesday where someone specifically said they wanted to have you on Mike to hear about your weight loss journey. Cause some people have just heard in passing, they know you've lost over a hundred pounds, but they don't really know the story and, uh, you know, they, they're inspired by you. So I thought I would just sit down with you for a second to go over what that journey looked like for you. And not that that's the journey for everybody, but you certainly were living your life a certain way and something in you was like, okay, I got to switch things up. So I thought you could share with us little changes that you made and how that impacted your life.
2: Yeah. So where it all started with me is I'm a big fan of the comedian Adam Carolla, and he came to town. I was living in Austin at the time, and he was doing a signing for this alcohol he had out, and I wanted to go meet him. So I went, we got a picture. It's one of those places where you take a picture, and then they upload it later to a site and you just go download it. So I was excited to go get that picture because he's one of my favorite comedians. And I went on the website, I grabbed the picture, and I looked at myself, And I didn't feel like that was me. It was just like, here I was with my favorite comedian ever. And I was looked at myself and didn't feel comfortable where I was. And I kind of realized that I needed to make a change, that I needed to do something different with my life and get myself onto a healthier journey. And for me, it was never about where I was like on this, on the scale or anything. It was about me wanting to feel good and, look good in pictures and be able to wear like cooler clothes so after that moment i decided i needed to make a change and i really started with simple steps i started walking a lot more which i never really did i was still in college so i i really started like really minimal steps like i would park further away from campus so i would get an extra maybe five or ten minutes onto my walk and that was really all I did in the beginning and then eventually it led to me wanting to make other changes with how I how I um, ate and how I exercised and overall, I never really set a weight goal for myself. I did end up losing over 100 pounds, like close to 120. But it was really just setting that goal of like, I, I remember putting it in my phone that this is the outfit I want to get into. Like I wanted to wear a certain kind of style of clothing. And I was like, this is my ultimate goal. If I lose a certain amount of weight, that's great. But that was really what started it for me.
0: Yeah, and then how did you start to, I know you started with the parking further away and then walking more and then jogging, but I also wanna talk to people at how you started running and eventually you completed a marathon. Like did the Mike that I first met ever think he would be running across the finish line for 26.2 <laughs> no,
2: miles? No way. Like I could barely run a mile without stopping. And my first goal was to run like five minutes without stopping. And I I just really just started running outside of my apartment, mainly because running for me, it was hard. Like it was the hardest thing you could do. But I was also broke at the time. And that was the thing you could do for free. So I was like, okay this is what I'm going to do. So I would just go out and just try to run. I would like mark it on. I had a little stopwatch and I would just time myself and try to get a little faster each time. And that's what I did for like maybe a month or two of just trying to get a little bit faster without being able to stop. And eventually I was able to do a mile. I did it probably in like 15, 16 minutes, which isn't a great time. But I just really kept at it trying to improve that mile time. And in about a year, I got it to maybe like a 12-minute mile. But no, I, I never thought I'd be a I still don't consider myself a runner. It's just something I do that just kind of clears my head now and it just makes me feel better.
0: When it comes to setting goals like that, just what encouragement do you have for people whatever it is cuz it may not be a marathon, but people may just be setting goals for themselves right now. Like what are what's some advice that you have for somebody that has a big goal in front of them?
2: I would say Break it down as little as possible, because I failed many times to try to lose weight. Like this wasn't the first attempt I had to to try to get healthy. And the times I would fail before is because I was set such an extreme goal that I was I was never able to achieve. And I would get discouraged within like maybe two or three weeks because I wasn't seeing results. I wasn't feeling like I was getting any closer to that goal. So the way I approached it this time and what made it stick is the way I set such little goals here throughout. I, I had an overarching goal that I wanted to hit, but I knew there was little kind of milestones I would have to hit in between. And when I'm able to kind of check off like a little small thing, like, okay, I can run a mile without stopping. I can get to that three miles. I can get to that five miles and then I can get to the kind of the pace I want to reach. And that's kind of what led me to running a marathon. It wasn't that I just set out one day like, all right, I'm going to train for a marathon. That was would never be a thing. It was mainly running a little bit at a time to where I eventually got to the point where I could just keep going. So you got to just set those small goals.
0: Right. Don't look at it as a, oh, well, my husband said a quote to me a couple of months ago, maybe. And then I said it to Bobby and Bobby was like, I love that quote. Hey, Ben, Ben's in here right now. What's that... Um, How do you eat an elephant? Yeah, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. (laughs) You know that saying?
2: Yeah. Right? You can't just like,
0: if you look at the whole elephant, that's going to be daunting and overwhelming. And you're gonna be like, oh, there's no way I can eat that. But if you take it one bite at a time, then you can eventually get there. Yeah. (laughs) And so whatever the goal is, um, I feel like that's a way to make it more attainable. Did you have anybody in your life doing certain things with you or were you just that driven and motivated? Or sometimes people have an accountability partner when they're trying to achieve any sort of goal. Any of that?
2: No, I didn't have that. I think I even didn't really tell people because I didn't want them to know if I failed. So I just really made it a point to check in with myself because I knew at the, at the end of the day, like, this was going to be on me. Whether I was able to achieve it or not, it'd be based on me. I think I tried before having like workout partners or somebody else to like have a goal with me, but you tend to fall off if they fall off. So I decided, no, I'm going to take this on by myself and hold myself accountable.
0: Oh, well, that's good. But also it's okay for people to know if you fail but yeah you don't just have to have it out there yeah (laughs) like for somebody you know but later like you said you you know that there's different failures in your lives but like our friend bobby says fail until you don't
2: that's right (laughs)
0: fight grind repeat and different failures you can grow from them they can make you stronger uh but also i i kind of brought that up because now you have your first girlfriend of a year now
2: yeah almost two
0: so shout out, do you, do you want to break any news on the four things podcast of when you see this woman becoming your, <laughs> your wife?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not like we haven't talked, like her and I have talked about it and we're currently quarantined together. So I think that we, could
0: that could expedite things.
2: <laughs> I, well, we've kind of taken this as like, this is kind of our trial run to when we do eventually live together. Like this will be kind of what it's like.
0: I know some people are saying that, but it's just, again, we're all all feeling so many different emotions and there's stress that you may not even know that you have right now, just from when you watch the news and you're taking in, depending on if you're a super empathetic person and you may, like a lot of this is so much for people to take in Mm -hmm. and you might not get the real, you know, that's not the real, real consistent person they may might be but at least you know if they ever encounter any type of stress that's probably what it'll be like and i'm glad that you have her here to go through this quarantine together because you were alone for a lot of it and we were all worried about you
2: yeah it's totally changed like how i feel every day and while some of the stuff still overwhelms me having her here is just makes it so much easier
0: so much well um Sorry that it was weird. How I asked you that? I was like, is, do you want to make this woman? I was like, why did I just say it that way? Whatever. I just didn't know. You know. Obviously, I know you're probably going to do breaking news here on the podcast, but I'm always here if you want to talk about it. Right. Me and all my listeners, like, we can walk you through the perfect engagement, however you want to do it. <laughs> Although, gosh, did you see one of our old interns, Jordy? She started a podcast called Corona Brides.
2: I did see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if anybody listening right now was planning a wedding and had to cancel it or you don't know what to do or it's coming up and you might have to cancel it, she is a bride that was in that situation and she wanted other brides to know they're not alone. And she is interviewing different brides that, you know, to go over how they handled it, uh, what they did with the venue, what they did with some brides continued in went ahead and got married, but in a totally different way and did it virtually where all their guests came in on Zoom Mm -hmm. and, but they still exchanged vows. Some postponed altogether, but it could just maybe give you some ideas if you're in that predicament right now, and also just give you comfort knowing that you're definitely not alone. So that's called Corona Brides. And I think mixed in with that, even though it is predominantly about weddings she's talking about businesses too because she has she's a small business owner and she's talking to people about how they're dealing with that during all of this too so um, check out that podcast check out Mike's podcast movie Mike's movie podcast if you want more movie info because the previous thing we did was about movies that make you cry and the movies that'll make you happy and Mike I just appreciate you coming on today
2: well thanks for having me
0: all right until next time well until I probably see you for other work we have to do in like 30 minutes I will see you soon (laughs) okay bye
2: Bye.
0: okay that's a wrap on today's episode and now it's time for the email shout out which chase you you me and the starfish story we go way back
1: we go away That's back. from
0: like 30 Abe's days, which if you have been around for a really long time, you know what 30 Abe's is. My face hurts so bad if you were listening to the intro or whenever I shared it. Maybe it was the actually in the first thing I talk about the face peel I'm doing, so I kind of need You're to stop talking to for a minute. So I'm not going to get into what 30 Abe's is right now. <laughs> I can't. But if you know, you know. And yep. that's when we printed out a bunch of copies of the Starfish story and gave them to people and it was awesome. So here's an email that I got from Kelly. Hey, Amy, I know you've shared this, but I think now is a great time for folks to be reminded of the starfish story. I think many of us feel the desire to help, but don't know how it all seems so big. This is a great reminder that it might just be helping one person, but it can go so far. So that's what I'm going to do. Kelly attached the starfish story. So I'm going to read it to y'all. Once upon a time there was an old man who used to go to the ocean to do his writing. He had a habit of walking on the beach every morning before he began his work. Early one morning he was walking along the shore after a big storm had passed and found the vast beach littered with starfish as far as the eye could see, stretching in both directions. Off in the distance the old man noticed a small boy approaching. As the boy walked, he paused every so often, and as he grew closer, the man could see that he was occasionally bending down to pick up an object and throw it into the sea. The boy came closer to the man, and he called out, "'Good morning. May I ask what you're doing?' The young boy paused, looked up, and replied, "'I'm throwing starfish into the ocean. The tide has washed them up into the beach, and they can't return to the sea by themselves,' the boy replied." When the sun gets high, they will die unless I throw them back in the water. The old man replied, but there must be tens of thousands of starfish on this beach. I'm afraid you won't really be able to make much of a difference. The boy bent down, picked up yet another starfish, and threw it as far as he could into the ocean. Then he turned, smiled at the man, and said, made a difference for that one. So good.
1: Uh, so good. Oldie
0: Buddy goody." Yep. And a good reminder that, yeah, just be on the lookout for who you can help. Be a helper if you can, even if it is just one thing. It's I mean, that's kind of what this yeah. pandemic feels like right now. It's just there's so much craziness everywhere. And the, the tornadoes that just ripped through the south yeah. uh, earlier this week. I mean, uh oh, my heart is just so heavy for all of that. And it just seems like where do we even start? What do we do? But it can start by just one search of how you can help in your community or one encouraging note that you send to somebody or one encouraging post that you put up or just choosing joy for yourself that day. But I do want to also say we're experiencing a lot of different emotions during all of this and you need to be with all of them. If you're seeing people that are just sailing through this thing, super joyful and like, it ain't no thing. They might not be putting up their hard times and that's okay. They don't have to, but don't focus on that thinking like, why am I having such a hard time some days and nobody else seems to trust me. yeah. Everybody is having a hard time right now. Everybody is feeling a heavy heart. And if you're not, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that at all, but Just know that whatever you're feeling, it's okay. And as cliche as it sounds, this too shall pass, but we got to work together. So that's, that's where we'll end today's episode. Feel good about that, Chase?
1: I feel real good about that. Okay. Wise words.
0: Well, thank you for, I mean, they're not mine, but thank you for (laughs) joining me. just being here with me, it feels a way better than just sitting here talking to myself. Like I'm looking at you on FaceTime and then having you on the phone is.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Icing on the cake, cherry on top. And I'm sure Ben is thankful for the break my husband, because he's been having to (laughs) do the Q and A's with me. And I think he's like, Oh, he's just not, he doesn't mind, but it's just not his personality to do it that often. He doesn't mind doing every once in a while, but I think he thinks that this whole quarantine, that means he has to do it. But now phones, phones are back. (laughs) So Chase is back.
1: (laughs) I'm pumped about it.
0: All right. Well, um, we will talk to y'all next Tuesday for the Q and A and don't forget this Saturday will be episode three of outweigh. Because a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. No mistake. Uh.
1: <laughs> Be kind. things. Little food for your soul things. Life ain't always
2: pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful beautiful. Laugh a little more things. Tighten up your course. kick it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: All summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first-wear comfort with little to no break-in period.